Coke Stone Podcast. Welcome, everybody, to the Coach Stone Podcast, episode number eight. Uh, I want, before I start and uh, I introduce my guest, I want to thank everyone for listening to the Coach Stone Podcast. I also want to thank JC Hawks Radio, JC Hawks Sports Network. I want to thank BJ also for talking me into doing this. Um, remember, if you want anything, blogs or past podcasts, you can visit my website at www.coachstonefootball.com. All my old podcasts. And this podcast will be on iTunes under JC Hawks Radio. So if you want to listen to it on iTunes on the way home, you can. So the podcasts are now on iTunes. That's awesome. My next guest, now I didn't tell him I was going to do this, but my next guest is awesome for being number eight because it's all about quarters coverage. And I consider this coach to be the guru of cover four, even though he probably doesn't think that. So my guest at this time is Cody Alexander, from Midlothian High School in Texas. He also runs the website, matchquarters.com, and he can go in there. Coach, are you on? Are you on? Yep, I'm here. Thank you. Oh, Coach, hey, thank you. You know, I appreciate you doing this. Um, you know, I'm a big quarters guy. We're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna hit it right away. So before we start, I just want you to know we're gonna have for this podcast for the people that have never listened. It's a game plan. We're gonna have right. a pregame. We're going to have a pregame. You talk about yourself. We're going to have a kickoff, kickoff question, first drive question. We'll get some. We'll go to. We'll go in. We'll go in X and O on the board. Halftime show. Get the marching band out here. Come back. Kick return. Grab the ball. We'll run down. Do a second drive. At the end, we'll do a two-minute warning. You lead us with uh, words or thoughts or wisdom, and then at that, the end of the game, if we have to go in overtime, we will. So pregame. Tell everyone that's listening to the Coach Stone podcast. Talk to you, tell us about yourself. Uh, well, you know, kind of where I got my football education. I grew up uh, in Kansas City, Missouri, in a town. It's a large school town north uh, of Kansas City in Liberty, Missouri. My dad has been a long time offensive coordinator, so I grew up on offense, but I always played defense. And so as I've kind of gone through it. I've kind of always been pushed to the defensive side, so I kind of feel like I have a unique way of looking at, at football because I'm kind of ambidextrous in the way that I see it. And then I was blessed to be able to get on staff at Baylor right when we were kind of evolving from uh, the RG3 Heisman year all the way up until really kind of the explosion and what I consider the true uh, Bryles offense in that 13-14-15 uh, and so working under a guy like that, having a dad who was office coordinator, and then working under Phil Bennett, who is a guru in himself, uh, I feel like I kind of have this unique look on football, and I've just been a sponge. So I've been blessed to have kind of this Ivy League PhD in football, and I just all I want to do is just share share it with everybody and just, you know, help anybody I can on defense. So that's kind of just who I am. I'm a high school football coach right now, and, and I'm, I'm I'm loving it. Awesome. Perfect. Um, and, you know, why don't you do this? Um, I, th- I want to say you have, you, have, you have a lot of followers on Twitter. Um, why don't you do this for the audience? Um, tell them what your Twitter is and then, um, you know, tell them what, you know, don't tell them because that's going to be a question coming up, but you can tell them like your website 
and things like that. And then we're also going to touch base on your book uh, down the road after halftime. But if you don't mind Twitter and your uh, Internet um, website again. Yeah, you can follow me on Twitter with the, the username at the underscore coach underscore A. Uh, and my website is matchquarters.com. Perfect. Okay, awesome. So for, for all you listeners, listen, um, we, everyone knows that there's a bunch of different coverages. You know, uh, Cody, what position did you play when you played? I played corner. I was okay, the so fast white corner. kid that played corner. I was the only one. <laughs> awesome. So I, I played quarterback, so, you know, seeing the coverages all the time is everything. So the one thing when I went back to college after my second stint as a college coach is learning quarters coverage the way that you do it on your website. I think it's phenomenal reading two-to-one and things like that. So the kickoff question for you, and, and I apologize. I hope you don't take offense. I call you the cover four guru. But <laughs> I, I, all right. Uh, I, I do admit that. Like, if, if you have a question, go on his website. I mean, he answers a lot of them. And, I mean, I'm telling you right now, as a, for, as a former quarterback, reading coverages is great. It's easy. But when, you, when they put that two-to-one in there or other stuff that, you know, Coach does on his website, it's, it's, it makes the quarterbacks read a lot harder. You know, it's not like you're reading one person anymore. Because if you just read one person and you throw that ball in that air, the ball's right. going for six. So, um, so the first question I have for you for a kickoff question, Coach, why cover four? You know, tell us about that. Why did you choose cover four for your coverages, for your website, things like that? Don't talk mainly about yourself. We just want to know why did you choose the cover four? Well, true quarters in itself at the rudimentary level of what, what quarters is, not palms, not blue, not, not cloud, or kind of all those cover two base quarters, but true quarters that quarter, 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 all the way across, that the, the rudimentary where it's going now with the addition of match covers, not country cover four, but real quarters, match quarters, is it is man. And I think that's that's why I I'm always confused at why people look at quarters and they're like, oh my, you know, why are why are you basing in quarters? Why can't you run a cover three scheme or a single high or uh, kind of cover one? But if you look at the rudimentary, this is the foundation of what quarters is, true quarters, what I call sky coverage. It is man, and it's really what Saban calls mod coverage, M-O-D, which is man on demand. So you are taking the guy in front of you unless he goes, uh, he, if he goes inside underneath. Uh, for instance, corners in, in quarters coverage, they are manned on number one. There's nothing easier than that for the corner. Uh, you see what Narduzzi has done and D'Antonio with the press quarters, eliminating routes and uh, being able to kind of steal a guy in coverage with, with, uh, if, if you get an under route by number one. You know, and with the safeties, it helps the safeties eyes. If I'm in quarters coverage, I'm telling that safety, you're reading the slot. The slot's not going to lie to you. If the slot goes and blocks the overhang, you fit outside. If the overhang can get out, you fit inside. If the slot comes straight at you, you take them. I, and so I think quarters coverage, it's a little front-loaded on the, on the, in pedagogy-wise. At the, uh, and so people are a little bit afraid of it. But it adapts to everything that you throw at it. And you can manipulate it in so many different ways, especially when you start splitting the field. And you can run quarters on one side. You can run cloud on the other, which is the, 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 two, the, the two read. Uh, and you can invert guys. You can trap guys. You can cut guys. You can do so many different things that you just can't do 
in a rip list scheme or a cover one scheme because your guys are set. They can't go anywhere else. They're set and you kind of show your cards. You can do some things where I know where you can like poach a safety, make it look like too high, and then he spins down at the snap of the ball and things like that. You can do that in cover three, but in quarters, I can give you multiple looks and still be running the same coverage. You just don't know it because I, I've manipulated the, the leverage of the, of the safety or the corner. So really, to me, it, it's adaptive and it's flexible. And it's really, go look at any modern defense right now at the highest level. They're doing some sort of split field coverage to defend the spread. Yeah, hey, at the end of the day, what I, what I call spread, and I don't know, you maybe you said this too, but I've heard this numerous times from veteran coaches, Basketball on grass or basketball on turf, right? You know, and things like that. I mean, that. I mean, listen, coach. I don't know about you, but it, the listeners right now, when you're saying palms and everything, and you know, M O M O D. You know, I, I thought you were going to go M O F too. I was hoping <laughs> you're going to do the M O F one too. We won't tell anybody that. They'll have to go to your website for that. I know you probably have that on there, but you know what you just said in the last couple minutes. If if someone is not running quarters, I guarantee you they're going right now. And that, we're, we're you know we're we're doing this, they're, but they're going right now to matchquarters.com just to look at it all because well, they're like holy cow. And and the thing is too, like I'm I'm writing uh, my article for I think it's May. My article for May is actually taking Saban's Rip Liz and kind of. This is how you can do this in court. Like you, people do this in quarters all the time, and they don't even realize it. And then Rip Liz is Saban's match three coverage. He always spends the week, and I've had this argument with multiple people. He's using quarters principles. He's just spinning his guy to the center of the field instead of keeping the front side structure the same. I said you're, he's always spinning to the weak side, meaning that he's always going to be plus one on the front and the back end. And so really, even in that match three concept, and they're carrying the seam, it's still quarters coverage. He's just using that, that high safety to the field, and he's just putting them in the middle of the field. Hey, you don't have to defend me. I love that stuff. You know, with the, with the, with the women's outback team, we ran quarters, and the ladies got it super easily. Um, now, I don't, before, we go to the second, before we go to that first drive question, you were talking about uh, you were writing stuff. What, what, what were you writing? Like, is it a blog? Is it something that's going on your website? Is there another book, or what is it? Oh, well, no, I've already got – I try and stay ahead. i got two small boys, so I try and stay ahead in my writing. But I, 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 I put stuff on my blog. Um, I try and keep it true uh, to kind of what I've done. Um, and, and so I, I kind of do my blog. I've written for other other things. Like I've written for uh, AFCA a few times on their weekly magazine. I've written for FNF and, and a couple of other, uh, other places. Um, but I try and put all my stuff – on my blog so it's easy to find and you're not getting you seeing the same article over and over and over again that's awesome that's awesome well coach with that being said there's the whistle we're going to go to the first drive question and now this is i mean it's a segue i mean this is great you know you're a teacher too right yes teaching coach i'm a teacher and coach you just we just set it up we're doing the push pull method right so now i'm you just pushed me on to your next. You pushed me on to the next question. So first drive question is this: You know, talk about your website. What things do you have on it? What's going on? You know, tell the listening audience. You know, what's all the features? And you know, this probably might be a two-part question, but you know, tell just 
the floor is yours. Explain your website again, you know, and please tell it to, you know, matchquarters.com, but I want you to say it if that's okay. Yeah. Just everything about it. Because I guarantee you, you're, you're, you might, I'm not saying it's going to crash, but you're going to get a lot more people viewing that site right away. I so appreciate once, once you say Palms, I'm telling you, hey, listen, guys, if you don't know what Palms is or ladies that are listening or coaches, if you don't know what Palms coverage is, go check it out. Trust me. You'll love it. I'm not lying to you. When it's three by one and you're, you're reading two to three and you got that one outside guy locked on man, trust me, it's awesome. Or trap coverage. I don't know. Do you call it trap coverage? When you yeah, I, I usually, I, you know, my just to kind of go off, I, cloud to me is to read, it's to read, and, and that is kind of a trap cover. I'm not necessarily trapping the corner and bringing them in inside and actually cutting uh, like yeah. a, t- a two team, but it is a uh, it is a, a trap coverage. Okay, so so what I'm saying is go to the website. But coach, second question, first drive question. Here we go. Talk about your website, promote it, all the features. Floor is yours. All right. Well, first of all, our website's matchquarters.com. If you type that in, the first thing you're going to come to is the blog front page. So it's really just a running list of all my articles, which is really overwhelming at first because it's only a short piece. It's kind of the introductory of the article, and then you kind of have to click to go in. Um, if you're looking for something specific, and I started doing this about a year ago, I created a, uh, a links page. So whether you're on your phone, go to menu. If you're on your computer or tablet, click on the links thing, and it takes you to every article that I've ever written, and I put it in like a table of contents. So they've got headings. It's got from quarters pedagogy, how do I teach quarters, or how do I teach quarters, to how do I defend spread formations, how do I defend trips. I mean, I have probably four or five articles just on – actually, I think it's six – just on trips alone. I think trips is uh, trips is a – is a bastard, what I call a bastard formation anyway, and a lot of great defensive coordinators, they look at trips in a completely different way. Um, I have things on there from how to defend really every personnel grouping that you're going to get in terms of 10 personnel, 11 personnel, 20 personnel, uh, uh, 12 personnel, and I even talk about diamond, uh, talk about motions. And really what I started doing with the website is I created a foundational, a foundation articles. So, like, my first 20 articles are really kind of getting into why you should be running quarters, why quarters works, how it's adaptive, how you can kind of tweak it to fit what you need. And then what I took from there is my real true foundation articles. And I got this from Chris Brown, who, who wrote two great books, and he's also the, the – he runs Smart Football. Uh, he said, take your best articles, your foundation articles, your why articles, and then turn that into a book. And so that's kind of what I did. So my book, Cautious Aggression, Defending Modern Football, which you find if you click the link that says book. So everything at the top and all the links go to certain things. So my, like my link book uh, is my table of contents for the website. Um, and I get asked a lot of times, like you said, a lot of people don't know how when they get on the website that there's a, a bunch of other different things that go with it. So I have a link book. I have a link to my book. Um, I actually have a shop. I started doing templates because everybody loves my diagrams, which, by the way, I'm not giving out the template for the diagram. It makes me unique. But I do have a, def- <laughs> <That's awesome. laughs> I have, I have a defensive notebook. I have uh, – everybody loves the coverage playbooks that all the colleges have, especially like so they can get their playbook to look like Saban. I have that on there. They're all under like five bucks. Uh, so you can go on there and, and kind of purchase templates that you want. A hit chart, everybody loves 
the hit charts, one thing that I thought that Bennett was unique at, and then Casey Horney, who's a special teams quality control at Texas, he he kind of gave me the skeleton of it, and I kind of put meat on it. Uh, and so I've kind of got a different version, kind of a simplified version of that on the website too. Um, so you have the shop, you have the, the link book, you have the actual blog part. And what I'm just trying to do is defensive theory. I'm breaking down what you're seeing and what you're seeing not only at the high school level, what you're seeing at the college level, uh, and I'm trying to break that down into uh, not not necessarily a layman's terms, but I'm trying to paint a picture so that you it's not a lot of jargon. You see these books and these defensive books uh, in particular, and they're just filled with jargon and numbers and words that you have no idea that it means unless you actually know the scheme. And it's almost like these guys are writing these books in spite of writing the book. Like they're writing the book, but they don't want to give you the whole scheme. I'm not only going to tell you what you're seeing, but I'm going to say, hey, this is also has the deficiencies, and that's the one thing that I want to be. I want to be honest. I'm not telling you that every coverage, there's a blanket coverage, because if there was, we'd all be ruining it, because there would only be one coverage. But everything has some sort of deficiency, and what all I'm trying to do is, hey, this works, and this is what you're going to get, but, hey, you're also going to get this if you see an offensive coordinator. I, I probably interact more with offensive guys than I do with defensive guys because they're they're trying to figure out the same thing and what what we're doing and just kind of the in, intricacies of everything and so that's kind of where I got uh, that's where what my website is. The next step to that is why did I start writing? I was a defense coordinator at Bergner High School, it's a six A school in Richardson, it's an inner city school. I got an opportunity to move to a uh, really elite academic institution, which is something that I wanted to be at. You know, I, I am a teacher. Uh, I do want to be at an, a, an elite academic place, and so I, I ended up going to Lovejoy knowing that I would be the coordinator the next year. Well, this is Texas high school football, and uh, anybody outside of the state wants to know why we're so great. Well, we're just like college. You get hired to get fired. And so we go two rounds deep in the playoffs. Head coach gets fired. I know I'm going to be out of a D.C. job, and so I needed a place because I, I love the kids, and I wanted to stay for the transition, and I needed something to put down my thoughts in my process and really deliberately practice defense on a daily basis because I knew if I put this out there, I was going to have to defend it, which helps me. I, I, I encourage people, email me, DM me, and ask me questions because you're helping me more than I'm probably helping you. And so that's kind of the, the genesis of it is just trying to get daily practice every day uh, and just get better every day. And so for me, this is my getting better, and this is really me writing about defense. That's awesome. That's awesome. Um, now, really quick, Coach, I, I don't mean to do this. Do me a favor. Do that email again so you don't mind at the email you said, right? No, and they can get to – there's a contact There's a contact. There, there you uh, go. There you go. link on my site. I forgot to mention that. You can contact me through the site, or my DM is open on Twitter. Um, I, I do that just because I don't want anybody to feel like I'm being exclusive. If you have a question, I try and get it to you as fast as I possibly can. Uh, and if I don't know the information, I at least try and point you in, in the way to do that. That's, that's awesome, Coach. With that being said, there's the whistle. We're going to go to ha- – uh, listen, um, everyone listening, we're going to go to halftime. We're going to get the marching band on here. We're gonna, me, and Co- me and Coach Co- uh, Alexander, we're going to go inside and X and O a little bit. I want to see what his palms coverage looks like. When we get back, Coach, we'll start with the kick return question. We'll get the ball, and uh, maybe we do some more stuff. We'll do a little bit more offensively stuff. 
just joking. We'll stay with the defense because defense wins championships. But we'll be right back. So uh, thank you for listening to Coach's Own Podcast. It's halftime. We'll be right back for the opening, uh, the kick return question. The Big Four, a physical education book written by Coach Anthony Stone, can be purchased through the following locations. Amazon, iTunes, BarnesandNoble.com, and Kobo. Brian. $30. Hey, that's okay, Wendy. That was a good carry. You're still the man. You're the man. Latte. Ah. Four dollars. Shake it off, Johnny. Rub some dirt on it. New piano. Three thousand dollars. All right, guys. They're not saying boo. They're saying movers. Supporting your team. Priceless. Sorry, Bobby. You still got the best arm in the neighborhood. There are some things money can't buy. For everything else, there's Mastercard. This is decaf, right? All right, we're back from halftime, Coach. That was like the longest halftime. I think it was a half hour. I don't know about you, but I, I had fun. We had we had a great conversation. Listen, no lie, we're we're talking about palms coverage the whole time, and we're talking about blitzing. You know, sending that Sam off the edge and things like that. You know, so Coach, are you good? You got some water in you? Yeah, I'm good. I hope your uh, arms okay from the dry erase board that you were drawing up the whole time. We're facetiming each other and stuff. Um, let's go with the kick return question. If that's okay. Um, okay. Now, we talked about your website, great and everything. Um, let's, you know, this is something people don't realize. You're, you're an author. We're both authors. This is cool, right? We're both good-looking, probably right. both beautiful wives. We have, you have two kids, I have five, so we have seven. We almost made a football team. Um, <laughs> let's, let's do this, ready? Before we talk about your book, because that's the one thing, listen, I'm telling all the listeners right now, if you like the first question he was talking about, and, and that co- Coach, uh, I don't mean to call you Cody, Coach Alexander, but, you you know, I, I mean this. From the bottom of my heart, I'm not lying to listen. He's, he's a cover four guru, you know. And when I say it like this is go buy his book on Amazon. You can go on his website, go on Twitter. He's got a link. Buy that thing. It's definitely worth it. But with that being said, the second question I want to ask you for kick return is he also has a YouTube channel, everybody, so you can watch the stuff he's got going on, okay. So, Coach, if you don't mind, and I know it's kind of sort of not a question, but why don't you tell us, one, why you made the YouTube channel and what's on it. Maybe there's one, two things, but I guarantee it's probably really good. So go ahead, Coach. The floor is yours. Yeah. Uh, you know, I started doing the YouTube channel just because I wanted to make some digital content and just kind of put some stuff out there. And plus, I needed to videos on my uh, – on my blog, and I just found that it was easier to make those videos, and then hey, let me just upload them to YouTube, and then I'll put them in my, uh, I'll put a, go ahead and put them in my uh, articles. But I've done mini clinics, which are about two, three minute clinics. They don't even have word, they don't even have me talking to them. It's just they kind of go frame by frame, and it's kind of almost like an infographic as it goes across, and it's got, uh, it'll stop. It, it basically I use Huddle, and I, I use the the images that I got on there to kind of explain different things that you're seeing and making it for visual. You know, I'm a teacher. 80% of most people are visual learners. And so going awesome. from that awesome. writing to the visual part of it, I try and at least give that. I've done a quick hit series when I have time in the summer. Uh, I kind of sit down and I made about eight videos last summer, uh, and I shared them all through uh, YouTube, which they're more or less from five to ten minutes. I try and keep the videos down less than ten minutes uh, just because we've all seen the 30-minute 
clinic videos, uh, you know, they just go on and on and on, and a lot of times they just circle back and things like that. And I, I, you know, I don't want to put a lot of fluff. I want to get right to the point. I want to, I want to get down to it. The quick hits are uh, me on a whiteboard, basically talking about football on a whiteboard, kind of old school. Uh, the mini clinics are me basically taking film that I have from what I've done at the high school level, which I think is important is showing, hey, this works and this is how you do it. I try and stay away from my Baylor film just because I know Bennett's taking the year off this year, but I try and stay away from Baylor film because I still know those guys and I'm really close to uh, to him and, and a lot of those guys. So very smart. Stay. Very smart. Very smart. Well, I try and stay away from the college film too just because, you know, at the end of the day, you know, a lot of what we're trying to do at the high school level, it doesn't necessarily translate. You know, Texas is a little different because we play on hashes, and then the the bigger classes tend to have a little bit more more Division One players per team. Then you know, so you can kind of do a few things differently. But I try and what my website, I try to have my videos reflect what's on the website, which is I'm gonna I'm gonna give it to you for the lower level coach, whether it's D3, NAI, uh, high school. Uh, or even, I mean, I have D2 Division One coaches that follow me just, just to read it, but I, I write it and I want my videos to reflect the same way that I write, which is it's clear, it's concise, and it's to the point. That's that's awesome. That is awesome. Now, Coach, I, I, this is probably my bad, or maybe you said it. What is – two things I'd like to do if it's okay. One, after this podcast and we post it on my website, if you don't mind, I was going to put underneath it a link to your YouTube channel. But could you also tell the listeners – what is your YouTube channel they're looking at it? What is it called? Everything is Match Quarters. So if you go to YouTube, it's Match Quarters. Uh, you know, it, I, I wanted to make sure that it matched the website. So if you go to YouTube and you type Match Quarters channel, it'll pop up. It should, it should pop up. And I also have a link on my website. If you click the, the logo, if you're on your computer, there's logos on the right. If you click the YouTube logo, it goes straight to it. And actually, I have a quick hits tab on uh on the website so you can actually go and look at the quick hits uh my kind of my longer uh videos of me actually clinicking on the board or me clinicking using the computer and having some film behind it so that's on the website as well okay so by being on his website ladies and gentlemen uh i'm on it right now the the match quarters right to the right is the youtube thing you just push on it and then he's even got a hashtag come learn Hashtag Art of X. And, Coach, what is that again? You said Art it of is, X? Yeah, it's the Art of X. So every time that I post an article or I post something that has content from my website, I always try and uh, use that hashtag so that if you've, ever, if you've ever used Twitter, if you type in a hashtag, it kind of filters through everything that's used at that hashtag. So that's an easy way to find, like, a post that I've posted or kind of a rundown of what I've, what I've done recently on Twitter. Perfect. Awesome. Thank you so much, Coach. Now, before we go to the last question, the second drive question, I, 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 I'm sorry, I'm a little off topic here. You got me. I love this website. We're at the. Sh- I'm at the shop right now, and I see you have five different templates. Okay, I see a coverage template, a, a defensive notebook, uh, a defensive playbook template, a hit chart. I love those things. If you listen, if you go on his website, I'm telling you right now, and he's got an offensive notebook. I like the hit chart, and I mean I can't see it because I didn't I didn't buy it. But I'm telling you right now, everyone, you definitely want to get the hit chart. If you are a defensive coordinator and you're coming up the ranks, that is an awesome thing they have. And I know you mentioned Huddle. You know I love working for, with Huddle. Write my blog, 
but that hit chart is a key thing, and having that template would be awesome for any coach out there. And that goes for any level, youth, high school, and college, or even the pros. Um, but, Coach, can you just explain a little bit? Well, your rationale you said earlier was you made these for this. But what, what pushed you over the edge to finally just say, you know what, i got to do this for those templates? Well, just because I kept getting questions asking about it, and the hit, the hit chart really um, – I, I think it's a great idea, um, and I got it when I was at Baylor, and I kind of made a uh, kind of made a simplified version of it, and and just kind of I've been asked so many times, hey, can I get a copy of her? Hey, do you sell a template? And I was like, well, yeah. And so I made a pre. Uh, I think most of them. I think there's. I think the hit chart's a little more expensive just because that's that's such bread and butter of what I do. Um, hey, but, it's worth every penny, Coach. Telling you right now, it's worth every penny, so don't sell yourself short. <laughs> well, right but I try and keep, I try and keep it reasonable, uh, so it's not crazy. But the, the other templates, uh, everybody wants the the template uh, that looks like saving the coverage stuff, or I want a playbook template that's easy and, and use, and, and it's already made. Uh, and and I try and keep, I, I've done those, so it'll look just like you open up Saban's playbook, it's going to look very, very similar, if not the same as that. I've just made the template and I've gave it to you, and you can do do with it what you want. So, uh, And I'm, I'm a big – I love having a football journal, a notebook. I like having the lines and then the, yeah. the already drawn on there. And what I've done is I've given a left hash and a right hash. And for my offensive coaches, because I have so many that follow me and that I've had so many questions of, hey, can we get one for offense? I've done that as well. Like, I've made an offensive one, so I've, I've made it upside down, or as offensive guys say, right side up. Uh, so. <laughs> awesome. I right. love it. All right, Coach, with that being said, there's there's the whistle. Let's go with the second drive question, okay? You know, I had another question for you, but if, uh, I don't know if you mind, but maybe down the road, maybe being another guest, maybe being a guest another time, if that's okay. Oh, yeah, no problem. Here's the second drive question, okay? And I don't know how long you want to talk about it. Talk about it as long as you want. Your book. It's on Amazon. You can get it You can get it as a, as a Kindle. Explain your book. If you're trying to sell it right now to all my listeners, and honestly, I'm telling you right now, I don't mean to bring this up, Coach. I apologize. But when you talk about Palm, you're talking about sky and cloud. I'm telling you right now, ladies and gentlemen, for, for meeting Coach Alexander, you know, I've never met him in person, but I've talked to him numerous times via Messenger on Twitter. Excellent guy. He answers the questions. He doesn't talk down to you. He, he's actually helping grow the game with quarters, and that's why I call you the, the, the cover four guru for quarters coverage. So explain to us, your, you know, I know you said it one time before, Explain why why you came up with the title, right? Um, how long is it? Some chapters. Give us a little. Give us a little something, a little nibble on. So right after this podcast, people are like, boom, 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 buying your book. So right. the floor is yours. Sell your book, coach. Well, you know when I got done playing, uh, not playing. When I got done coaching at, at at Baylor, you know I got firsthand experience on probably the greatest offense ever created and how to defend it we had to defend it day in and day out in spring and and even in fall camp we we saw them in seven on seven and and inside and we did team things each week and so the defense that i learned there and that was kind of developed by uh phil bennett i've kind of taken that and i've given you the the why and the how. So the book is broken up really into three three parts. First of all, the first part is my story. 
So I thought it was important. I don't want to just put a book out there and not tell my story because each coach has a unique story. I've got a unique story, um, and I feel like my story will help younger coaches and will help just coaches in general just kind of not only understand what it's like to go through being a GA and being at that level, uh, but also kind of going through the failure and the process of looking for a full-time job after you leave a GA job and kind of choosing the why, you know, kind of leaving everything you have to go be a GA and what it's like to be an outsider. I don't. I wasn't born with a silver spoon in my mouth. I love my dad, but he's not a famous coach. Um, I don't. I didn't play Division One football. Uh, so I don't have the resources and I don't have the Rolodex, to use an antiquated term. I don't have that to lean on to have gotten a job. So everything that I've gotten, I've earned. And I wanted people to kind of hear that story firsthand. Because that's the biggest question I get is, how did you get to Baylor? Because every most people, once they get to know me, they know I'm not a Browse guy. I don't know. I didn't know Art Browse until the day I walked on campus. I didn't know Phil Bennett until the day I walked on campus. I didn't know any of those people. And so I wanted to tell that story. So the first part of it is falling forward and then getting into the the why quarters is the, the best way to go and then how to implement it, the pedagogy part of it. And then that kind of brings it full circle back to cautious aggression defending modern football because the the old school – Split-centric defenses just don't work against spread offenses, at least good to great spread offenses. Anybody knows, and I've seen it multiple times on Twitter, of, oh, yeah, I went to, you know, if you're, if you're planning on going to a spread and you're trying to do tempo, you still have to be good at what you do and you still have to have the players. And I completely agree. But when you get to where there's a good spread team, and when they become good and when you meet a good spread team, they, they pretty much even the playing field, whether you have the athletes or not. And, and obviously you can man up if you got man. I mean, come on, let's be honest. On defense, if I have four dudes that can play man and I got a kid that can cover hash to hash in the middle of the field. Oh, 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 let's do it. Let's do it, yep. You know, I'm, I'm playing man coverage. Uh, yeah, you know, and that's the thing. I think giddy people up. go ahead. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm saying giddy up, giddy up. Right. Yeah, and and that's I think I, you know, I think that's what people don't understand. That you know, they they part of the blog and the book and stuff like that. It's like, yes, I'm I am too high disciple. I am going to tell you about the too high, uh, but I'm also not dumb. And if I've got if I got dudes, I'm going to use my dudes. Uh, you know, I it, but most of us don't. You know, I, I listened to Don Brown speak at the Lone Star Clinic. You know, he plays man-free pretty much all the time. Well, he could and he can because he has dues to do it, and so he can do some things. But what happens when I don't have those guys? How can I kind of even the playing field? And, and that's what the book is about because Art Bryles' offense is not fair. It's not fair. Uh, the way he's designed it, the plays that he goes, and the tempo and the pace that he's playing at, it's not fair. I mean, it, it's legal, but it's just not fair. It puts the defense in a bond. And so I have a unique sense of, and the book is written in that, of I learned when I was there, start with the fatals and work back down. Don't start with, uh, don't start with the obvious. Start with how are you going to get killed 
and then start working back there, which is obviously I got to protect the four verticals. I learned that from Bennett too. When you when you coach in the Big 12, you live in a different reality. And people knock the the league because it doesn't play defense, but go watch a Big 12 game and really study the Big 12. And what they're doing on offense is so – it's the future of football. That's what it is. That's where, that's where people are going to. It, it's seeping into the SEC. It's already getting into the ACC. The Big 10 is starting to dabble in the power spread. So it's moving towards that direction with running quarterbacks, hybrid players, things that people in the Big 12 have been doing now for the last decade. So that's where the future of football is. And, and the, the book is talking about cautious aggression. Of You have to be cautious but, but assertive, and that's where that aggression comes from. Aggression not in the sense that I'm going to go punch you in the face with a blitz, but of I'm going to be aggressive with my coverage. I'm going to be aggressive with simple line movements. I'm going to be aggressive with alignment and just kind of forcing the issue and, and aggressive in the sense that I'm going to make you work for every, for every ounce of yard that you get. And that's where that cautious side comes from because I'm also going to protect myself from the fatals. That's awesome. Did, with that being said, like you're talking about like, you know, you know, take away their big things. With me as a defense coordinator, I always like, you know, Jen Walter, she wrote an article about me years ago about I, I give them, like, villain names, right? You know, stop yeah. stop this person, stop that person. But with you, you go after do – you, do you, I mean, you don't have to say this with your book, but do you go after the play – stop that player with that play, or is it mainly the play itself? I mean, that's okay to – like, is that – Yeah, no, I'm that? going to eliminate as many pre-snap reads as I possibly can just off Perfect. of alignment and put Perfect. you in the box. The easiest thing to defend is, is, is if you look at a spread, let's say a spread team that runs the zone read. If I can keep you running the inside zone, I'm keeping you in between your five offensive linemen and I'm keeping you in a box, and you're not going to be happy with that. And I think that's kind of where the, the basis and of the defense that I explained comes from is I'm going to eliminate as many RPOs as I can. I'm going to eliminate oh, yeah, get rid as of many reads as I can because that's what Oregon was doing under Chip Kelly. They were getting freak athletes in space and giving them the ball and just saying, go play backyard football. And that's mm-hmm. essentially what you're doing. Well, if I can, if I can eliminate that through alignment, which I explain that, and then I go, I go into how do you defend motion? Because that's another thing that people don't necessarily understand. If I don't move as a defense, the offense will quit moving. If you have ever, if you watch the Big 12, nobody uses motion. Nobody. (laughs) Nobody does it. And there's a reason why, because everybody's playing quarters and you're not going to move. They'll use jet motion and things like that and and the behind and the flare motion. They'll do that for push to get you out of the box. But in terms of just old school, across motion, change of strength motion, wide trades, things like that, no one's doing that because nobody's moving. I, I, the most beautiful thing I ever saw was when Baylor played Boise State, Brian Harson, when we play, when I coached against him when he was at Texas. You get two tight ends moving, then you get a receiver motion all the way across the field, and literally everybody in Baylor took one step to the right or one step to the left, and nobody moved. And you're just like, they're completely set. And the only person that, the only people that needed to adjust were the two interior linemen. 
And I think that, to me, is what quarters coverage gives you that nobody else does. That's awesome. Is, is you, you are lined up and you can react in that. And so when you look at and you watch the Big 12, nobody motions. And, and so I talk about that. I talk about formation into the boundary, which is another topic that people don't ever talk about and nobody ever plans for. What are you going to do when they give, go trips into the boundary? A lot of people go put everybody into the boundary with them, especially at the high school level. Like my dad coaches in Missouri. They have traditional high school hashes. That's a lot of people in a little bit of space. The offense is at a disadvantage. You don't have to overreact to it, but you need to have a plan uh, and protect yourself back to the field. If you overload to the boundary, they just run stretch to the field, and now they've got a plus one. Uh, or if you spin to the field, or if you spin to the boundary and, and it's FIB, you know. So understanding, too, of, hey, something's going on when they put two guys into the boundary or three guys into the boundary. They put the formation. Nobody nobody in their right mind that's a spread coach is putting their best athletes in limited space. That goes against <laughs> everything that they're trying to do. Hey, so, you pre- keep preaching. Keep preaching. Go with it. Keep preaching. So to me, awesome. so that's what the book is about, is, is highlighting some things that nobody's talking about. You can't go to a clinic and, and somebody's going to talk 30 minutes about formation and boundary. You won't find it. You won't find somebody that's going to go in and talk about defending motion because nobody's, nobody's talking about it because it's not, it's not sexy. But the book that I've written, is, it covers pretty much everything that you need to know in order to install a quarter's coverage and then kind of structure your defense because at the end of the day, it's about structure and not about plays on defense. It's not about blitzes. It's not about coverages. It's about structure and how you structure your defense to defend multiple formations, multiple sets, and then if they have an H-back that can line up on the line, if they have a running back that splits out a receiver, I can defend whatever you throw at me because I run split field quarters and I adjust to the formation. And that's, that's the really the gist of the book is kind of explaining to you why this is the best defense for you and kind of the future for defending modern football. Awesome. That is awesome. Now, listen, I'm not lying to you. You know, if you're listening to this right now or you're going to listen to it later, cautious aggression, defending the modern football. He's talking about formations in the boundary. You know, the one thing that he, he preaches probably and I preach Sideline is your friend. Yeah. Sideline is your friend. And if you put your all your eggs in one basket on one side on defense, like he just said, that stretch, it's bye-bye. It's bye-bye, everyone. So, Coach, that's awesome. Uh, let's do this. There's the whistle. We're at the two-minute warning. So, Coach, you know, I don't know if you're going to put this on your website, you know, the guru, Cover 4 Guru. If you do, I want, like, it's like Shark Tank. I want, like, 10%, okay? Just so you know. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> so, words of wisdom, two-minute warning, the floor is yours. I mean, right now, for all the time we've talked, it's been awesome. You know, the, you know, every podcast I've been doing is getting better and better and better, and I want to thank you for making this one, this one as good as all the others. I appreciate two minutes, two-minute warning. Floor is yours, Coach. All right. Well, just really just kind of to understand who I am and what I'm about and about the website and, and really just about football in general and where it's moving is, is just you can't be uh, I this is the way that I've always done it kind of guy anymore. Uh, I mean, I think for next year where I'm at in Midlothian, 
we're going to see a flex ball team. We're going to see a wing tee team. We're going to see a spread team that throws it about 80% of the time. And then we're going to see a traditional 20, 21 personnel, kind of multiple formation pro spread team. And then we're going to see uh, a couple other spread teams that are just true 10%. I mean, so any more with the, plurifer- the proliferation of, of spread throughout the country is that you can't just be a guy that knows one thing. You can't just be an odd stat guy. You can't just be a 3-4 guy. You can't just be a double eagle guy. You can't just be kind of one guy. You have to have multiple tools in your toolbox. And I think for me, I want to give that back, my knowledge. I want to pay it forward because I've been blessed. But two, I want to be a resource for, hey, I'm seeing this how can I defend it? Or, hey, I'm seeing two different 20 personnel teams. One is a zone arc option team. The other is a power team. How how do I set the front and what do I do? Well, Max Quarters Quarter has an article for that, over versus under, why you, why you need to have both when it comes to 20 personnel. Um, and I think, too, like for me, I'm just about getting smarter every day. I'm trying to, I'm trying to deliberately practice coaching and, and defending and calling defenses and, and I think any more football is becoming more of an intellectual game at every level. You have to be able to be uh, smart enough to know multiple things and react in a quick way because tempo and no huddle is becoming part of the game, and that's becoming a standard within the game. Uh, And so really for me, all all I say is if you have a question, you don't understand something, I probably have something on the website, and if I don't, I can definitely help you out. Uh, and I love talking ball, and I think that there, there's a community out there, and especially outside of my state in Texas, I think we're so blessed in this state to have I'm, – I'm a stone's throw from three, four colleges. Just living in the South Dallas area, there's four Division One colleges within an hour drive. Uh, and I think that's the unique thing about Texas. We just have so much access to knowledge, and we have players, and therefore they give us, they roll out the red carpet anytime we want to go visit these places. And that's not the reality in a lot of places. So I encourage you to kind of go learn something. Go try every spring, summer, go visit somewhere, go talk to somebody, whether it's a small college, because I always tell guys, you really want to know what's going on, go to a small college. They literally will be happy that you're even there to talk to them, and they will throw mm-hmm all the scheme that they possibly have at you. Those are the guys that you want to talk with, uh, unless you got a Division One athlete, and then go use that access and that player to kind of get, say, hey, I've got a question. How do you guys defend this? Because let me, at the end of the day, those guys are ball coaches too, and that's all they're thinking about. They, they get to do what we all dream about, and that's work eight hours, more than eight hours a day, doing football, 365, you know, 24-7. So, you know, just – all you know, my whole thing, my words of wisdom, just try and be a learner uh, and just grow as a coach and be a doer. You know, I always tell my kids all the time, be a doer, you know, be a producer and don't be a consumer and, and just try and, you know, find out as much information as you can. It doesn't matter if you're a 35-year vet or you're, this is the first year you're coaching, you're trying to get as much knowledge as you can. I always kind of go seek the truth. Coach, that is awesome. You know, I'm writing these notes down. The one thing I'd say is hashtag seek the truth. I like that one. The one thing that you said earlier, hashtag be a sponge. You know, when you when you get that opportunity and you can go to those colleges, do it. You know, and then the other thing you said, hashtag FBI, football intelligence. Right. You know, 
having that is awesome. So thank you so much for that, Coach. Um, you know, I want to thank Cody Alexander from Middle Othian um, High School in Texas for being the guest. I call him the Cover 4 Guru. Um, I also want to thank J.C. Hawks Radio, um, J.C. Hawks Sports Network for everything. I want to thank everyone for listening to the Coach Stone Podcast, episode number eight. I also want to remind you, all of you, if you go on iTunes, you can listen to it too. Go under J.C. Hawks Radio under iTunes. You can listen to it on the way home. Remember, if you, if you, ever, if you ever have a question, Coach, before you leave, Tell everybody your website, your Twitter again, and then because they, they don't even know your YouTube channel, it's right on your website. It's like right there. Tell them your Twitter and your YouTube, uh, your uh, I'm sorry, website, and then we'll call it a night. All right, uh, Coach Alexander, Cody Alexander. Um, you can find me at matchquarters.com. Uh, my Twitter handle is at the underscore coach underscore a, and then my YouTube channel. If you just type in Match Quarters. Uh, it will take you or Match Quarters YouTube channel. It should go. There's also like like you said, there's a link on the site. Perfect. And we're gonna add definitely when we do those hashtags. Every time we do a podcast, we're gonna do the Art of X for Coach Alexander. Alexander, he's in. He's gonna do great things. Make sure you look him up. Go buy his book on Amazon. He does sell. Do you sell the book on your website or is it just? The I do book? sell a PDF version. Some people like to put it on their. Uh, or don't have uh, Kindle and they or because I'm not on uh, Apple, but if they like to put it on their iPad, you can buy the PDF version. Perfect. So if you want to buy the PDF version, go on his website. You can get it there. If you want a hardcover book, go to Amazon.com. Look it up. There it is. I also I also want to say always remember this. Always remember instilling confidence by laying a foundation with every athlete. Everyone, again, thank you for listening. Thank you, and have a great day. Hope Stone Podcast. I can see.